Good morning again. And it's good to see you uh, all out. Those zooming in, it's nice to see you also. And uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting uh, series, I believe. And since since I I'm going to start this series, I think I'd like to talk a little bit about the people that Jesus may have called the name. I'm not going to say anything, but we'll leave it to the speakers. But I think it'd be good to share that with you. Um, so the topic, again, Jesus spoke their name. And then we could apply that to ourselves. Jesus spoke our name. Um, but um, Jesus mentions a lot of people by name, actually. But, you know, he specifically called a few people, uh, you know, Larry, you know, I want you to do this or Ricardo, I want you to do this or do this. You know, there's, but there's very few people that Jesus called by their name. And I think there's about eight people. If, if you have any more, please share them with us. I think that's the number I came up with. And they are not in order, but I'd like to share them with you. Um, Simon Peter, right? Uh, he is one. I think his name is mentioned, the Lord called him many times. I think more than any other uh, person in the uh, New Testament. Um, Do you love me? He told him a few times. Do you love me? Do you love me? That was to Simon Peter. That's one of the things you may have recalled. Thomas um, was another one. Uh, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet have believed. That's in John. Mary, that's all, right? Mary, when the Lord was risen from the dead, she was looking for him and she thought he was the gardener, but he called her by name and she recognized him. Martha, you know, as we go to this chapter that uh, in John 11, we we could see a little more, but Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. And then Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, you come down, I'm going to your house today. That should be a really interesting uh, subject. And then Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Um, Judas, actually, uh, he called him by name. You are betraying the son of man with a kiss. And uh, the last one is obviously Lazarus. All those names that I mentioned, those people were alive. They were right there with him. Lazarus was dead. He was already dead four days. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Hopefully, you know, I think a lot of you know the story of Lazarus, you know what happened. But uh, maybe there's fresh things, you know, this morning for you and for for myself as well. Um, When we think of Lazarus, there's two people that I think of. Lazarus, the one who was raised from the dead. And then there's another Lazarus, um, the, the beggar, right? And then the Lord Jesus spoke that story um, about Lazarus, the beggar, and the rich man who both died. And I'd like to bring this up for a reason. And maybe there's a correlation between the two at some point. But I wanted to bring this up just to, you know, bring some points. Um, yeah, so the story was that both of them died. Uh, The poor man, Lazarus, went to Abraham, was taken to Abraham's bosom, and the rich man went to hell. He went and he was in torment. 
Um, so here he is, the rich man is, is begging that Lazarus come down and give him a little water or a drop of water. And was told that, you know, there's a great span. This cannot happen, you know. You, in your lifetime, you had all the pleasures and all the things that you wanted. However, Lazarus didn't, you know. And uh, then the rich man said, uh, well, could you bring him down? Because I have five brothers. And if, if you bring somebody from the dead, they will believe, right? And he said, no, uh, they have the prophets and Moses. And, and there's other ways that people could believe. And just keep that in mind, you know, that, that nothing happened. He didn't bring him back down to earth or anything, but the story was told. And now we have um, Lazarus who have been dead for four days. And that's a common story. I think we all know that story. We know both of them, actually. Um, so um, I wanted to start by saying, you know, what is it? What happens after death? You know, I'll read some portion of the scripture from chapter 11. Uh, but hopefully, you know, because of time wise, I wanted to try to limit uh, what I read. Um, so what happens after death? You know, it's a question that everybody wants to know. What happened when I, when I die or when somebody dies, right? Um, all religions, a lot of religions want to know. They still haven't figured that out yet. I mean, as for us Christians, we know, we're assured of what we just read this morning, that Jesus is the re- resurrection and the life. And uh, we have that in our um, in belief and, and faith. Um, but we also heard about people who may have died and came back to life, what's called that uh, near-death experience. There are people that you hear about in the news may have de- died for an hour or 15 minutes and they were revived, whatever uh, happened. But then you hear about these people um, maybe telling what they have saw when, when they were out. You know, some of them see their body hovering over their own. Uh, they see themselves hovering over their body or maybe in a funeral home or they see a light uh, or something else. And some of them are get interviewed and some of them get write a book and, and so forth. Um, and, uh, you know, again, as for us, you know, we have as Christians, we uh our, our belief is based on what the Lord had done. He was raised from the dead. And uh, we had uh, sung a couple of songs earlier um, that tells of, of the Lord's resurrection. Um, we celebrate Resurrection Day, Easter Sunday, um, because Jesus has died. Um, the Holy One who knew no sin. Um, holy and righteous that's that was mentioned earlier uh he died to defeat sin to defeat death and only to rise again on that third day um as we go through lazarus uh jesus predicted his death he mentioned it to his disciples many times and and he predicted that he will rise on that third day unlike lazarus lazarus was raised by the lord jesus Nobody went to Jesus to say, okay, Jesus, rise from the dead, right? Rise from, you know, come forth. 
He predicted, and that's a miracle by itself. He predicted uh, that he will rise and he did, and nobody need to be there uh, because of his power. Um, so we know now we're speaking about Lazarus. Okay, so Lazarus uh, was dead for four days, four days. He was sick. Yes, maybe the Lord Jesus could have went there before he died. Of course, the, knows, the Lord knows that condition, and he delayed his going to, uh, to Lazarus. And I think it's, it's, he did it on purpose, and we will go through that a little bit. Um, but Lazarus was a friend of Jesus, right? Mary, Martha, uh, Lazarus' sisters were very friends, you know, close to Jesus. They loved him, and he loved them very much. And, you know, as we look at these scriptures, we could say ourselves that how much we are also friends of Jesus, how much he loved us, and how much he cares for us. It just happened when Lazarus died, before he died, uh, that he was a friend that loved him. But when he died... He had a, somebody to back him up, basically, the Lord, um, the Son of God, right? Um, and we, we know what happened uh, when the Lord came and, and he raised Lazarus from the dead. Uh, what a friend that he had. He had a, a friend who is the Son of God, you know. Son of God was Lazarus' friend. So I wanted to read, um, I'm going to just read, try to read fast. I'm going to read from verses 1 to uh, 44. Uh, Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, uh, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the son of man may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after that, he said to his disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you. You, uh, to stone you. You are going, going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of, his, of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. These things he said, after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will be be well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking a rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sake that I was not there that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go there uh, to him. Then Thomas, who, called, um, who is called a twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. So I'll just make a couple of comments here and then I'll continue. Um, talking about, 
the disciples in verse 14. Um, first of all, we, we read and I spoke a little bit about how much Jesus uh, loved uh, Lazarus, how much he loved Mary and Martha. Um, they were very close friends. Um, and then in verse 14, it says, when Lazarus said, I'm glad for your sakes that I was there. He, Jesus is telling that to his disciples. Why would he say that? You know, I, you know all throughout the Lord Jesus uh, ministry here on earth, his disciples always were doubting certain things. They were not sure, you know, and, and I believe that he wanted to reinforce it even after reinforcing it. As we go through, you know, different chapters, uh, we see that there's still doubts that they have. And it's something that we all have. Sometimes we all uh, experience doubts in our life and whatever it is, even, even when we read the scripture, sometimes there's doubts. It's just the normal, but the Lord is, is, is powerful. And he's, if he's within us, he'll, he'll lead us to, you know, get that doubt out of us. But that's one thing. And then the next verse, when Thomas, who uh, is called a twin, said to his fellow disciple, let us go that we may. He's the one that says, um, unless I see the feel, the prince in his hands and the side, I will not believe. He's one of the ones that when the Lord was captured, uh, that he, they all ran away. They were all scattered. And then, you know, we don't want to mention other uh, disciples. You know, we think of Peter who uh, denied the Lord three times, um, you know, and so forth. But, but, uh, but that's just the thought that I have about this here, these few verses. Verse 12, uh, 17. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now, Bethany uh, was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brothers, their brother Lazarus. Um, you know, when, when somebody passes away, I mean, maybe it's different in the Middle East. Um, when somebody passes away, a lot of family members, friends, neighbors come in to give condolences to the family. And here it says many, many of the Jews had joined the women uh, because of the death of their brother. There, there's four days already is gone, right? Gone uh, when Lazarus died. And there's a lot of people that came. So just keep that in mind. There's a lot of people that came to uh, comfort uh, Mary and Martha. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. But, listen to this, but even now I know that whatever you ask, God, God will give you. You know, she never lost her faith in the Lord. I mean, they, they, they were so close that she knew him well. And that's a great faith that she had, a lot of faith in the Lord. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, you know, this is the verse that was read this morning. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And then she said to him, and this is like very uncommon. Not a lot of people said that, what she said. She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ. In some places, 
that talks about the Messiah, right? You are the Messiah or Christ, the son of, of God, who is to come into the world. I'm continuing. And when, when she had said these things, uh, she went her way and, re- and secretly called Mary, her sister, saying, the teacher has come and calling you and calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she rose quickly and came to him. Now, Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in a place where Martha met him. Then the Jews uh, who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly, went out following her, followed her, saying she is going to the tomb to weep. Then when Mary came where Jesus saw, uh, was uh, and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with him were weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Martha, he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. That's the shortest verse in the Bible. Uh, Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Wow. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Uh, so there's a lot of people that were there who were comforting the sisters. So some of the miracles the Lord had did, and they believed in that and wondering why he wouldn't come and uh, keep him from dying. But there's a reason for that, right? And then as we continue, then Jesus, again, groaning in himself, uh, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone laying on it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha said, Martha, the sister of him who was dead, which is Lazarus, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he had been dead for four days. Um, wow. Um, how, how could you open a grave? You know what happened to human body when they die and, and four days passes? There's a lot of things that takes place, and, and one of them is the smell along with other things. Um, but, uh, you know, we think about that and we think about ourselves. Uh, there's a verse that I wanted to read. Um, well, no, I'll wait for that. I'll, I'll hold it off. But um, let me just continue and then I'll go back to it. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was the dead man was, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had uh, said these things, he cried with a loud voice. You know, I, I think about what the Lord did and, and many miracles that he did. He always go to his father in prayer, um, thanking him and asking uh, for whatever he is asking. In this case, we see him going before his father. 
It's a relationship between him and, and, and his father. It's the same thing for us. You know, when, when we need something, when we want something or there's a prayer, we should go to God all the time, no matter what it is, small or big. We should always go to him and, and ask him and thank him uh, just the way uh, the Lord did. What a great example that he has given us. I mean, he didn't have to pray. I think he knew that he was going to raise Lazarus up. But great example for us to do what the Lord has done here on earth. And he cried with a loud voice. And I wonder how loud that voice was. I mean, Lazarus is dead. You could speak to a dead person. You could scream. You could put a uh, speaker right. Nothing is going to happen. But here we see that he cried with a loud voice. Lazarus, come out, come, come forth. And, and that's all he had to say. Lazarus, come forth. He didn't have to say anything else. And he who had died came out bound hands and, and foot with grave clothes. And his face was wrapped with clothes. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Wow. Uh, <laughs> read the story. It's just like amazing. Um, but, but it, it shows how powerful God is, how powerful the Lord Jesus, you know, as a creator of the heavens and the earth, um, his words, just, just by calling Lazarus, that Lazarus was able to come out. And, and then going back to, he cried with a loud voice. Even Lazarus, when he was dead, he heard the Lord and, and he came out of it. Um, I will not read any further, but I may read at the end, depending on the time, a few verses uh, that relates to Lazarus, the poor Lazarus, you know, the beggar. So um, here we have uh, three times the Lord mentions Lazarus, two times just mentioning him as he was talking to his disciples. And one time, you know, basically that's the topic of the day uh, when the Lord called his name. Lazarus' name. Lazarus, come forth. Um, when when Lazarus was raised, obviously it presented a great impact to. Well, Lazarus became alive again, but it, it's a great impact to those around him. Many people we read before. There was many people with Mary and Martha, and what a great impact that presented to them. Many of them are Jews. They were still believing in that, but a lot of them came to know the Lord as Savior. They believed in him. They believed that he was the Messiah and their trust was in the Lord because of what happened. Um, and it, the Lord said it himself that, you know, also the reason for this is to glorify God, to glorify the son, right? And sure enough, you know, when, when we come to know the Lord, in a way we glorify him and we are saved because he becomes our friend. He becomes our Savior and Lord. And he's the one that we could depend on him. So how does this apply to us today, right? Um, for us today, Jesus still calls our names, right? I don't know each one when they came to know the Lord, but at some point in your life, you came to know, trust, and believe in the Lord Jesus, that he died for you, that he uh, gave his life for you because we are sinners. We are told uh, in Ephesians 1, this is the verse that I wanted to read before. Ephesians 2, uh, verses uh, 1 and 2 says, 
And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. Verses four to six, it says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when you were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By, by grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Um, so just like Lazarus, you know, Lazarus died for real. He was a friend of Jesus, but we were dead in trespasses and sin. And because of what the Lord had done for us, you know, we are risen with him. Um, so, um, yeah, so he still calls us by name. And when we recognize that he's our savior, he becomes our friend. We go through life. Uh, many people from different fields call our name. You know, each one have a name. Uh, you identify it by your name. And, and uh, when you're called, you think back when you're a child or even now, your parents call you. They have a way of calling you. If it's a good thing, you could see the tone of voice, right? It's amazing what a name could do. Uh, they could call you lovingly, gently, and then, whoops, you could know just by saying your name. Hey, Matthew, you know, I mean, and you know that you did something wrong, right? Um, so there's different ways. Even, even as we go, um, you know, whether it's work or school, how the teacher call your name. There's, there's a good way of calling your name and there's, um, you know, uh, <laughs> Let me just read that. Says, and, and the way that uh, they call our names can convey all the kind of reactions from joy to disgust, from reward to reproof. You know, that's if a teacher call you. I get called by Hanan, you know, my, my wife. Uh, you know, it all depends on the mood. And then, you know, uh, she calls me when there's, you know, we want to joke around or, you know, passionate. Uh, you know, call or loving moods or jokingly. But then she calls your name and you know that, oh, what did I do? You know, uh, but that's how it is. And, and you know, as far as the Lord is concerned, he calls us gently. He, call, he knows our needs. He knows our position. And when he calls us, he calls us gently. And we need to react to him, you know, accept him and, and believe what he did for us. Um, so here's what Jesus had to say about those who embrace him when he calls their name. Just a few verses I wanted to share. And um, he said in uh, John 15, 15, no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. You know, just like Lazarus was his friend. He calls us friends. Uh, for all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. What an assurance we have uh, from the Lord Jesus. Um, Isaiah 43, 1, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. He redeemed us and he called us by our name, just like he called Lazarus. Isaiah 49, 16. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hand. You know, our name will never be forgotten. And the names are there once we know the Lord as our Savior. And then uh, John uh, 10, 28. 
My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. You know, Satan tried to put doubts in people's minds, uh, but once we're the Lord's, nobody could take us away. You know, we belong to him. And with the hope that we grow and, and do the things that are uh, right before him. <clears throat> I, I have one more comment, but I wanted to go back to really fast with the thought that I had uh, about uh, Lazarus, uh, the poor man. Um, you know, here we have Lazarus being raised from the dead. And there was a lot of witnesses, a lot of people heard a lot of people came to know him as Savior, believed in him. But then there's those who did not, right? The Pharisees and scribes, they were angry. They just didn't like that everybody was going and believing in him. Um, and I think that story about Lazarus would, would mean something to some people. I'm sure when the, everybody was following the Lord when he was uh, on earth, a lot of people. And the story about poor uh, Lazarus and the rich man, it talks about, let him come down so my brothers would believe in him if, he's, if somebody from the dead comes. Well, that didn't happen, but here we have Lazarus being raised from the dead, right? Lazarus was raised and a lot of witnesses, but you know, we're thankful that a lot of people came to believe, but for those who didn't, who were angry about it, who were upset, it tells you exactly what the Lord was saying with the story of the beggar. Lazarus uh, when he died. Um, so just a thought, and I wanted to close with a comment. And then, so we want to see what Lazarus said, right? When, when he rose or before, right? What did he say? You know, you're not going to be surprised, right? He didn't say anything. He did not say anything. He just, there was no record of Lazarus saying any word in the Bible. At least I couldn't find it, right? And I know that's not there, but I'm just sharing that with you. Um, and the reason I'm sharing it is we know that the Lord loved Lazarus. We know he was a friend of him and vice versa. Um, as far as we're concerned, as Christians, some of us may be verbal, Right? You know, you hear some people, Christians, talking all the time, whether it's uh, preaching or saying what's in heart and, and, and so forth. And that's great, right? But the Lord gave each one of us a gift, right? And we, sometimes we don't have to say anything. However, however, um, because we do have gifts, it's mentioned in Rome. I'm not going to read it, but in Romans 12, 6 to 8, it talks about spiritual different gifts that we have, some for teaching, some for serving, and so forth. You know, don't be discouraged if, if you don't have that gift, right? Your gift may be in serving, maybe doing things behind the scene. We don't know what Lazarus did, honestly. I, I don't know what Lazarus did. Um, maybe helping the Lord in, in certain areas, right? It doesn't say it's much. But as far as us as believers, as Christians, we wanted to uh, reflect what we have. We wanted to be the light, right, to others, um, helping and caring 
and, and, and maybe providing as needed. Um, we want to demonstrate God's love to those around us, especially those who do not know the Lord as their Savior. We want to be just like that. We wanted to walk the way the Lord walked. Um, we want to be an example in such a way that maybe somebody who does not know the Lord may come to know him through our walk, through our, what we're doing uh, around them. So we need to be very careful. Um, we need to always show what the Lord has done for us um, as an example to anybody around us. And this way, they may come to experience the same thing that we are experiencing, the joy that we have with the Lord, that they may become friends of Jesus and that they be, you know, that he may be the, the Lord and Savior uh, of their life. And I think that's, that's the, the prayer that I wanted to share with you. Uh, so there's no record of what Lazarus said, right? Not, he said nothing. And even when we read this morning, uh, when Mary was anointing the Lord's feet, that was during the breaking of bread. Lazarus was there, but there was no record of anything that being said. He was silent, but I'm sure he was doing something behind the scene. And, and maybe that's your gift, if it is. So let's just close in prayer. And God, Father, we just want to thank you so much for this uh, beautiful uh, miracle that you did of raising Lazarus. We grateful because it, it teaches us that you are powerful, you are uh, holy, and, and you have, um, you do things in such a way uh, where people would be closer to you. We thank you for your love, and especially the fact that you died on the cross for us, and the fact that you have risen on the third day with your own power, and uh, we look forward, Lord, to that day when we could be together um, and uh, we just, again, thank you so much for your love and thank you for being a friend to us and a savior. And just pray that you commit the bounce of this day in your loving hand. In Jesus' name, amen.